In this week's episode, we're talking about all things to do with book design. And I'm going to show you that you can, in fact, judge a book by its cover. If you've been preparing to write a book one day or you're interested in self-publishing, you won't want to miss this episode. We're going to cover how to design a knockout cover for your book, how to work out what to put on the cover of your book, and also how to avoid some of those common mistakes that many aspiring authors make. Let's dive in. If you're trying to promote your brand but stuck finding the right words, this is the podcast for you. Get your weekly inspiration on all things storytelling, creativity, branding, and so much more. I share inspiring stories as well as tips and tricks on how to make your words work out in the world. And if you like free stuff, I've got you covered there too. Head to therightremark.com to steal my marketing secrets. You're listening to The Right Remark Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of The Right Remark Podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Barrington, and today I'm going to talk to a top book designer and dear friend of mine, Maya Wolnick, all about book design. Now, if you have ever dreamt of writing a book or are in the process perhaps of writing a book, I would love to introduce you to my Book Doula program. If you're ready to write a book and share it with the world, I would encourage you to head on over to thebookdoula.com.au. Okay, without further ado, I would love to now introduce Maya Wolnick. Now, Maya is actually a collaboration partner for the Book Doula program, and she is passionate about all things book design. She works as a brand strategist and is very much in the area of vis- visualization with books. So she helps people, whether it's um, coaches, consultants, entrepreneurs, business owners, um, people that are experts in their field to come up with a beautifully designed book. So as you can tell with my work as a book dealer and book coach, Maya and I are a little bit of a match made in heaven. Maya has a very um, special technique when it comes to book creation and helping people bring forth their design and put their book out into the world in a way that's professional and can be something that they're really proud of. Maya has been working in this space now for a number of years and it's my absolute privilege to have her on the show. All right. Good morning, Maya. How are you going? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks for joining me on the Right Remark podcast today. Thanks for coming on the show to have a chat with me. You have become a little bit of my go-to guru when it comes to all things book design and helping make branding look beautiful for writers everywhere, aspiring authors. So I'm super excited to have you on the show today to, t- to share some of your knowledge. And to kick off with, I would love for you to share my a little bit about your background and how you got into doing what you do with Maya Creative. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, so my business is called Maya Creative and I think this is our eighth year year now and yeah look I my background is in graphic design and branding and I've been doing that for a long time and many years ago I worked in publishing when I lived in Canada but it was more magazine publishing so I was involved in a magazine called Alive which is a health and wellness publication over in Vancouver oh cool yeah so that was I lived there for almost three years it was really amazing experience so 
yeah, obviously lots of experience with graphic design and laying out long copy and bringing text to life. But yeah, most of my experience is in branding. We do brand strategy for our clients and I guess a couple of years ago, a lot of my clients that are, had already had established businesses, they started asking me if I can design books. And I thought, yeah, I can design anything. So it was like the stars aligned and all my experience from the magazine design came together. I love books myself. I've always been an mm. avid reader. I'm really into personal development and yeah, always dreamed of designing books. I just don't know why I never did it. I really think of putting that into my business. But yeah, we did one. And then all of a sudden, other clients started coming through those referrals. So I decided during, I guess it was around just before COVID hit to go down that avenue because I wanted something different. And yeah, I'm very passionate about it. And it's very rewarding. Yeah, Mm. so that's how it evolved. So it's been like, I think over two and a half years now that we've been doing book design and it just seems to be growing and growing. Yeah, Yeah, that's fantastic. And I think I was so grateful that we managed to connect as well because I think our skills are so complementary in terms of with the work that I do with the right remark and the book doula really focusing on the actual like the storytelling through the words and then your expertise really brings that so nicely together in terms of looking at how you bring the visuals to life and really help represent brands in a meaningful way. I, I really wanted to just pick up back on what you were talking about in terms of working in health and wellness initially in the early early stages of your career, because that's something that I really resonate with as well. And I think it's so cool how you're clearly very passionate about working with heart-based businesses and those that want to do good in the world, which I think is why it was like universal synchronicity when we met. Can you tell me a bit more about that and how that comes to life for you in your work? Yeah, for sure. So I guess a long time ago, you and I touched on this a little bit, that sometimes you have clients that don't always align with your values and might be a little bit difficult. And I guess every now and then I do a bit of a life review and a business review. And when I rebranded my business, I think in 2017 or 18, I really got aligned with my own brand. What are my brand values, my personal values, and what do I stand for? And I knew that I wanted to make a bigger impact and work with people that are making an impact, people that care about the world and the environment and people that want to help other people, whether they're in health and wellness or even just in business. But I guess, like you said, more heart-centered people. I do tend to get a lot of clients that are quite spiritual as well, which is quite interesting. And they're all a little bit fearful of it, but I think the world is alive and kicking. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's funny because that I think that space is becoming a lot more common now, which is really nice to see more accepted. You're not crazy if you're talking about your spirit guides and all of that sort of thing. Although some people are still going to go, wow, she's a bit nuts. But yeah, I think that it's funny how these clients do find us. And I think also one of the things I've really observed in that space, people that work in that wellness area or really have a gift they want to share with the world, often one of the things that they're challenged by is really putting themselves out there. Don't you agree? Totally. I think it's one of those things and what's one way that you can make a big impact? It's with a book. But I find that a lot of my clients, they're equally excited and fearful of it because when you write a book, you are using your voice. You do have to put yourself out there. Your thoughts and ideas are out there. If you're writing a memoir, you might be sharing something that maybe your family members 
might not want you to share. So there's a lot of things that come up for people, but I think it's always worth it. If you can help one person, you've already made a difference, but a book can have the potential to thousands, millions of people. So it's yeah. Worth- Definitely. And it also leaves that legacy behind well beyond when we leave this lifetime as well, which I think is really incredible. I've had a few clients come to me who they're experts in their field, or sometimes they've gone through an incredible, they've overcome incredible tragedy or trauma or had a really interesting life and want to kind of document that even just for their family to pass down through generations. And we think about so many Indigenous cultures around the world, that's naturally and inherently part of their nature. I think we could learn a lot from that in terms of that power around storytelling. Yeah, I think it's so beautiful. And that was one of the things that when I realized that I'm interested in adding book design to my business, for me, it was personally so rewarding. I can't, I've only had one set of experiences in my life and maybe one day I'll share those, but to help other people share their voice and help other people, that's personally for me, very rewarding and it aligns with my mission to use creativity to help impact the world in a positive way. So I guess, yeah, that's what I stand for. And I really believe in books. I believe in the power of books and books is not only sharing stories, but it's educating and informing people and being able to read is a privilege. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to hear your thoughts, Maya. Obviously, starting the whole process of going, yep, I'm going to do this. I'm going to write a book. It's terrifying, as you mentioned, for some people. And it does require that bravery and courage to put yourself out there and back yourself, whether you're writing nonfiction, like as an expert in your field, or you're putting out a memoir about your personal story, even a fiction book and exploring your career. When you when clients come to you and they want help with designing a book or they want to birth a book out into the world, what are some of the things that you like common mistakes or challenges that you see that people often will have at that early stage of the process? Look, I think a lot of people kind of fall into two categories. They either really want to write a book, but they have no idea where to start and they haven't done anything. They don't even have a manuscript or they've got something together and they feel stuck. They can't finish it. So they're in those two baskets and they come to me and they often kind of want to know what's the process. Now, I don't really teach people what to write, but I do work with people like yourself to help them get that story out. But one way that I've approached this is actually through book cover design, where we have flipped the process on its head a little bit by helping clients design their book covers even before they've finished writing their manuscript. Mm. Because one of those dreams of becoming an author is to hold that book in your hand, to really have that feeling of I've finished this and I've got a book and it's something quite physical and so we try and create that moment through graphic design even before you've finished your manuscript let's face it writing a manuscript can take a long time it doesn't have to obviously there's ways that you can speed up the process and you would know more about that than I would but I think if you for us when we've done that it gives people that encouragement to keep going because they see all of a sudden that their book can become a reality. They see a mock-up image of the book cover design and we superimpose it to make it look 3D and they get really excited and they get really motivated to keep working on their manuscript and finally getting it out there. And once they see it, they develop a little bit more confidence. They get excited and they want to keep going with it. Whereas if you wait one year, six months, three months, five years to finish your manuscript, you might never get there. 
That's amazing. I love that power of manifestation and actually seeing the physical book in your hand because that is absolutely like certainly my favorite part of the process with clients is when I'm either going to pick it up from the printer for them or they send me the proof or they send the copy through and you're like, it's here, your baby's here. And that holding it in your hand, there's just no other feeling like it, I think. And that is such a powerful process that you take clients through. And I think, you know, I certainly, I so hear what you're saying there, especially around like getting stuck on really like this idea in my head and what's it actually going to look like as well. So I'd love to chat a little bit more about that around cover, like the cover design. What do you think is really crucial for aspiring authors to consider when it comes to coming up with the cover for their book? So when we do the book cover design, one of the really important things is understanding your audience. Your book can't be all things to all people. And this sort of leads back to my brand strategy background where, you know, most of the clients that I work with are writing a book that's designed to help them grow their business or build their profile, their personal brand. So you have to look at two audiences in terms of the audience that's actually going to be reading your book and they're going to benefit from the book just by reading it and they might not take any further action. But then there's a secondary audience where they might be interested in reaching out to you and working with you, whether you've got a course or a program or it's your business or you've got one-on-one coaching, that kind of thing. So for us, it's getting really clear on who your audience is, is the main starting point. The second thing is really about what is, I always say, what's the one core message feeling or idea that you want your book cover to convey because really you want to capture the essence of your book in one cover and people say don't judge a book by its cover but that's exactly what we all do oh a hundred percent we do when you go into the bookstore and that's actually an exercise I get my students to do when we talk about when you go into a bookstore what makes a great cover what attracts you what do you look for what are the things that are look that are getting the front window display and getting the airspace in a bookstore and, and they do they often have those common kind of standout features don't they? they really do each book is different it really depends on the type of book and the genre and the audience like I said but it's really you have to definitely check out your competition like who what kind of space you're working in and definitely don't do it yourself write your book be the writer but don't try and design it yourself it's just not worth it and just because you're self-publishing a book doesn't mean that you don't have to look as professional as some of the big publishing houses so Yeah, Mm. I guess that's where I feel like it has to be a professional design, really strong typography, colours, images, layout, but it just depends on what your intention is with the cover on what should be featured on it. I get a lot of questions about whether people should feature themselves on the front of their cover. Such a good thing. that (laughs) Let's talk about that (laughs) because I actually, this one comes up a lot for me, particularly with my clients that are writing either like that sort of subgenre of a memoir slash self-help book and they go, or a book like where they're the expert on a particular topic. What are your thoughts on that? Look, I'm a little bit divided as well. I think there's two schools of thought on that one. Some people say, unless you're Oprah Winfrey, you shouldn't have your face on the front of your book. 
But I also think we're in a world where people become influencers and we have a voice and you might want to position yourself as an expert or an authority in your field. And if you're used to dealing directly one-on-one with people and they know your face, they might not know your book. I think it doesn't hurt. It just depends on how comfortable you are with it. I think we're all increasingly becoming more comfortable with showing our faces online. And yeah, if you're building your personal brand, if you want to be a specialist in your field, It's about you, not necessarily about the book. Obviously, you're sharing your knowledge in the book, but you're the person behind the brand and behind the book. Absolutely. And I feel like as well, we do business with and we connect in life with humans. So I actually had many argument with clients regarding this, where certainly for some of them that have had really quite personal memoir stories that they've wanted to share and initially that they'll come to me with, and obviously I am no design expert whatsoever, that is absolutely your space. But I know what I like and they'll come to me with a graphic or a logo or something that they've been really connected with and be like, oh, I had this idea and I was thinking maybe I could use this on the cover. And I'm always like, okay, well, you need to go and talk to Maya, Get it, <laughs> go and see an expert. Don't try and hack this yourself on Canva because it's not going to work. But also sometimes people, I think there's this shyness as well, like around people not wanting to show up and not wanting to fully turn up as themselves and put themselves on the cover. And as you say, if it is a personal story, if you are trying to build your personal brand, you might have an amazingly designed cover, but if it's got no human connection or essence to it or anything that's symbolic or going to draw people in, people aren't going to buy it. Exactly. And we connect with faces. That's just the human Mm. nature. Mm. So- It's a bit of a hard one. And one way that I try and solve it with my clients sometimes if they're really hesitant about it is to make sure that all your social media assets and like your web presence and everything out there, if you're not going to have your face on the cover, at least have you holding the book or be next Mm. to the book so people are still connecting with you. There's no hard rules, I suppose. It just depends on the individual, but it does come up a lot. And it's interesting how people get hesitant about it and then they Mm. change their mind about it. The more you write your book, I think the more confident you get and you end up wanting to be out there. Why else write a book, right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And depending on what sort of book it is, you've got to go there sometimes. You do have to put yourself out there in a way that you might feel a little bit shy about initially, but Yeah. And I think also the other thing when it comes to that, that I've observed is if people are going to go down that road of getting their face on the cover, like getting a professionally done shot is really important. So important. It can't be more important. And it's, it's not even that. It's just having the art direction during the photo shoot that's really important. I would suggest speaking to someone like me first before you go ahead and organize a photo shoot because not every photo works you're still Mm. developing a cover that has a concept and a mission and an intention yeah we try and collaborate with photographers as well to make sure that we get the right shot for the cover yeah Um, you've got the title you've got the author often also like I talk a lot of my course about the use of a subtitle like when to use one when not to use one and if you're getting a photo and then it's all that stuff's blocked, it's going to be a bit of a waste of time, isn't it? And an expensive mistake that people can make. Yeah. And photographers don't always think in book cover format. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They're taking shots and they might be cutting off someone's head when we need that space for the title up the top. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Like being able to have more flexibility with the shots and being able to use them and lighting. You'd be surprised how many professional photos we get that we have to 
retouch in terms of the color correction isn't right and all that kind of stuff or it's just not the right type of photo for the book that we're trying book cover we're trying to achieve i'd love to chat a bit more about the interior design as well because i think once people like if you've written the book you got the manuscript like it's in this word document and then it's okay what next how does this go from word document format into actually being a properly designed printed book. Can you talk a little bit about the interior design formats? Because I know this is a real area of expertise that I know that you offer and that people can often struggle with, that there is actually different types of, there's, there's a little bit that goes into this. It's not as simple as adding some page numbers to a Word document and shooting it to a printer and you're good to go. Definitely not. Book formatting is really quite precise and important, especially if you are going to have a printed book. We're looking at books that are anywhere from 200 to 300 pages long in general for an average book. So you want to make sure that you can get that right. And we really love this area because I feel like there's so much more scope than ever before. You can do colour printing now that's quite affordable still, which kind of opens up the whole reading experience to readers and to authors. I guess my background in magazine design starts to come in here where it was words and pictures merged together. I think a picture tells a thousand words. So Mm. I always say think outside the box a little bit. You don't have to have just a black and white text-based book. You can add so many different elements to it that can tell the story a little bit better. You can have images, you can have really beautiful pull quotes. If you've got complex information that you have to convey, we can do diagrams and graphics, all of those things that will help to share the knowledge and get your point across, scientific information, anything like that. So that kind of goes into more of a complex book design that a lot of our clients come to us needing and wanting something a little bit more creative. They usually know that they want, they know that they want their readers to have an interesting journey. And they, I guess they appreciate the design aesthetic. It doesn't have to be a beautiful coffee table book, but it can be a little bit more interesting. And you can still, having said that, you can still do amazing things with, with black and white. It doesn't have to be color. We're working on a memoir at the moment where we're using really beautiful, bold, typography but the whole book is black and white excellent and we also have clients that really want something custom so they might have some sort of course or program where they want to have a workbook or workbook sections within their book if you're in that self-help space you might have exercises that you want your readers to go through so you don't want to leave that in some sort of word document you want you want it to be easy for people to fill out and Yeah, so we are able to help in that department as well, whether it's a separate workbook or it's part of your book. Just, yeah, really good professional layout design is so important and making sure that it's set up properly for your printer to make sure that when your book gets printed, there's no errors and it's assembled correctly Mm. and there's no issues with color saturation and all sorts of disasters can happen, but we make sure that we do some test prints and it all just looks amazing. Yeah. It makes such a difference going through. And this is like one of my, so for anyone listening, if you're looking to print, whether it's self-publishing a memoir or nonfiction, do absolutely, as you're probably gathering from this conversation, it is worth not cutting corners here and paying a professional to do this stuff for you. Because the typesetting and the actual layout of that interior is just so important. And as you're saying there as well, Maya, like that there are so many different options 
lessons there. Like I've seen just even with little illustrations at the top of chapters for memoir can be a really beautiful touch and those breakout quotes. And the scientific stuff can be a real challenge as well. I know there's one we're working on together at the moment where you've got some pretty intense content there, but just being able to break that out and present it in a really simple format just makes the reading process so much easier for people. Yeah, and I think increasingly our attention spans are much shorter thanks to social media. So gone are the days where we have the capacity to sit through a long copy book and not get bored. I see it as there's different elements that you can add to a page that help the read guide their eye down the page and then flip the page because it becomes interesting. And having said that, even though we we know how to set up books correctly for print, I love that at the moment on Amazon through Kindle, you can have a print replica, which is a mm. digital copy of your book, but it still looks like the print version. You still have to set it up in a different way. It's a, a bit of a techie thing, but you can, an ebook doesn't have to be boring either. You can amazing. And I know that's a, that's, that is something that I think that you guys do just so well and so important now. If you're not on Amazon, are you even published? Are you self-published? It's such an important area. Let's chat a bit about, because I think for sometimes for people, the whole process at the beginning can feel really quite overwhelming. I'd love to hear from you about what are some of the benefits that you've seen from people, like some of your clients who've decided to take that leap and self-publish their book? I think the first thing that I notice is clients develop a lot of confidence. Even before that book is finished and out there, they just feel like it's been on the bucket list forever. They're actually doing something about it. It's a big achievement. And just the process of finishing a manuscript, whether they're working with someone like yourself or just doing it themselves, becomes a big deal and they gain the confidence from that, from that experience of actually writing something. It's not easy. It's not hard, but it's not easy. No, it definitely takes a discipline, doesn't it? I think people often will underestimate just how much it can really enhance their personal brand, their reputation. I often say to my clients, people don't always write a book to become a bestseller, but if you do, fabulous, let's make some money from that. But But I think also there's often all these unintended benefits that people don't consider about writing a book that can come through. I think about some of my clients, they've had all of a sudden they're getting invitations to speak at conferences or they're getting access to present or speak on different podcasts about different matters. They're seen as an expert in their field. It opens up other opportunities, whether it's job opportunity, all kinds of opportunities that they just hadn't considered that their book would actually do because it gives them that credibility and authority? I think definitely it completely builds your personal brand if that's what you're aiming for. It opens doors, definitely gives you credibility. And I'm finding that a lot of my clients, like you said, they start getting invited to more things, podcasts, interview, being having more exposure in the media, also just being able to charge more for their products and services because all of a sudden they have that credibility. And funnily enough, sometimes they say to me, no one's even read it, but just the fact that I'm holding a book makes me look like I know what I'm talking about and they sign clients that way. So it's there's just so many positives and and ultimately whatever they're writing about is there to to hopefully help and inspire other people. So there's that other benefit as well not just directly to their own personal brand and business but just the people. Of, mm. Yeah, the satisfaction of making an impact. 
Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Maya, look, thank you so much for your time today and coming on the show. Just in wrapping up, I know that you have come on as a collaboration partner for the upcoming Book Doula program. So I just wanted to give that a little bit of a plug for our listeners. If you have been feeling called to write a book or you feel like you've got a story inside of you that you want to share with the world, do head on over to thebookdoula.com.au, join the waitlist. The next intake of the program opens up very soon in the coming weeks, so you can join the waitlist there. Maya, you have very generously also offered a little bit of a collaboration special for the students that do sign up for that program. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Yes, I'm so excited to work with you. Thank you so much. And yeah, we have a 10% off for anyone that joins the program for any of our book design services. So that's book cover design and book interior design. And that process that I spoke about initially where we designed the book cover it's called our author starter kit so even if you haven't written a word we can help you design your book cover so it all starts to become real and you can actually manifest your book and in that we include your book cover design your social media assets and a landing page design on how your book should look on your landing page. That is an amazing offer. So look, thank you so much, Maya. I know my students are already benefiting so much from your generosity and just so grateful to have have met you and have this gorgeous alignment where little power team between the visuals (laughs) and the storytelling. I hope those who have listened today have found this episode useful. Do make sure that you also head on over to Maya Creative. Check out Maya's work. She is amazing in this field. We'll make sure I drop the link in the show notes so you guys can check that out as well thank you so much Maya thank you so much for having me I've loved it I hope you found this episode helpful and if you're interested in creating your own book I would encourage you to come along to my free masterclass it's happening this Wednesday at 1 p.m Australian Eastern Standard Time to register visit www.thebookdoula.com.au forward slash free in this masterclass I'm going to teach you how to overcome writer's block and self-doubt the seven secrets that you need to know to successfully create and sell your book and how others have written and created their book in less than six months and you can too. You'll learn the secrets on how to go from being a bit blocked and overwhelmed to becoming a confident published writer with a raving fan base of readers. Come along at thebookdoula.com.au forward slash free. Until next week, have a beautiful day. See you guys. Let me do it.